Welcome to the Daily Attic Podcast. It's your boy Tim and your boy Dave. Hey. This episode, we're going to cover a couple of stories. We're going to get back into covering some stories. Um, just us doing our thing. That's what we love to do. That's where we have the most fun. Um, so just sit back and relax. Drop that shit. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. Yeah. So he won a pottle. Yes, he did. He won a pottle. The awkward screw. Why does it sound like I can't hear myself? Let me turn you up, man. Thank you. Is that better? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's way better. Thank you. You're welcome. The awkward screw at um awkward at adventure screw on Twitter. So I guess it's a podcast. Yes. So fellow podcaster, congratulations. He retweeted the picture of the pottle on Twitter, followed all the rules. We did a random generated pick. No bias. Wonder what he's gonna put in it. That's a good question. I'm gonna message him right now. Candy, Skittles. What do you plan on putting in your pottle? Could be multiple of different things. You're trying to transport something that does not stink. Or maybe you just need a little solid protection around something like hard plastic. <laughs> I mean, that sounds goofy, but it's, it's practical. Makes sense. Be better if it was made out of hemp plastic. I agree. You know this podcast is sponsored by hemp. We love hemp. We do. Pretty soon here in 2020, we're going to be releasing our hemp line. Actually, it'll be a CBD line. CBD. Made from hemp, which is awesome. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned also for some Kratom. Kratom. We got some Kratom coming. So we'll have a way for our listeners to get some of these alternative medicines if you're trying to get off of the uh, prescription drugs. So we're not saying that they heal anything. We're not saying that they, you know, do any magic, but try them out. Fuck it. That's all you can do. I mean, I love them. I use Kratom every day. I use CBD every day. Cannabis every day. It's a perfect combination. It is. Sounds like a good combination. Very motivated. I'm a very motivated person, too. We got a lot of shit going on right now. Several different businesses and adventures, entrepreneurs and podcasters and adventurists. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, so we just keep it going. Keep it going and going. Along with that, we're going to have live stream podcasts coming. So that's big sure. news. That's big news. Exciting. We're going to do probably two uh, two live streams a month with Claudia Mirandi down with the PPP. I mean the DD. <laughs> down with the PPP. <laughs> the DPP. OPP. You down with DPP? Uh, the Don't Punish Pain Rally. For you folks out there that are familiar with that, that's... Um, that is a don't punish pain movement rally. That is for people with chronic pain that have suffered. Be the CPP as well. 
CPP. Chronic pain patients. Chronic pain patients. There's another good acronym for you. CPP, DPP, either way, we support you 100%. We're going to have a live stream answering your questions, uh, direct connection to ourselves and Claudia. It's going to be every other week. And there's more to come, so stay tuned. You'll have to download the app, though. Yes. Yeah. If you want to call in and be a guest, you're going to have to download the Podbean app. Um, Otherwise, you can message us through the intranet, and we can answer your questions live, too, like that. Yeah. So there's no limit to what – there's no rules to the questions, you know. Just be, you know, somewhat distasteful. I mean tasteful. (laughs) Either way, we entertain it. Um, so make sure that uh, you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all those mediums, iTunes. Give us a nice rating, and you will forever be blessed by the universe. That's a fact. That is an absolute, because we are strictly positive. We bless. We bless. That's the way we do it. <laughs> we bless. We down. So in addition to everything we got going on, I ordered a book called The War on Us. It just came out. Brand spanking new. Brand spanking new. Yes. Fresh off the press. Man. Colleen Cowles is the is the author. She spent her time on this book. And this book, the premise behind this is she has two sons who both got in trouble for illicit drugs, but one got a favorable judge and turned out one way and one kind of went down the criminal path and then maybe the treatment path. I'm not going to put too much out there because it is a good read. She has a good, good case for why the war on drugs has been a failure. She says a lot. If you read this book, it's basically like listening to all our podcasts in one because she's saying all the same thing. The victims of the drug war is everybody. One out of three Americans has a criminal record. Is that crazy? That's nuts, man. You know, this drug war has affected so many people. And her argument is very good about young people because we say it all the time. Once you're a young person and you get a drug crime, then you're cast out by society by being having a felony on your record and you can't go to, you know, get a job and stuff like that. You have your challenges, right? When you start taking away the dreams of young people, when you start taking away their hope, that's where the heavy drug use comes in. So you always heard this thing, let them hit rock bottom. Nobody's going to quit being an addict until they hit rock bottom. Um, she has a really good argument about you're not supposed to let people get to rock bottom. You're supposed to get them treatment before they get to rock bottom. Rock bottom is like, the absolute lowest. They could go and they could go off rock bottom and go take a triple dose and overdose. Right. Like you don't want somebody to get that low. You're trying to help them from getting that low. That's what don't make sense. And then also the drug war when it was framed in the 30s by Harry Anslinger, we talked about that. Harry Anslinger was a racist piece of shit. He was a fucking asshole. He framed this drug war behind spook, like, I don't want to call it crooked science, but fake, 
fake news, fake science, fake things. Like you say, it affects your brain, it affects your mood. It'll make, you know, it'll make people do crazy shit. So today's drug war is still being fought on the premise of old technology and old science. Now science has come. They study drugs. They study addiction. They got everything. They got more answers now. There's just a better fucking way. Mm-hmm. So once I get through this whole book, I'll um, probably chat on it a little more, but I hope we can get her on as a guest. She'd be an excellent guest to our show. We would ignite. She talks about the chronic pain patients and how they got screwed in this drug war. It's a very, it's a very detailed and uh, well-written book. So, is there anything else before we go on to our first story? Let's go on. This is a very interesting story, man. Uh, where is it at? How come I don't have it? Which one are you looking for? I'm looking for the... Um, I guess it would be the the story of the guy that smoked a joint in front of the, in oh, front yeah. of the judge. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me find it again. He does kind of look like your typical stoner. Oh, it's a Tennessee man. That's what we got here. Okay. Here we go. Dee-dee-dee-dee-dee from the New York Daily News, nydailynews.com. We have the story of a man. Not just any man. Some would call him a dumb man. Some would call him a brave man. You be the judge. He appeared in court on a marijuana charge. He lights a a joint in front of the judge and authorities. And uh, yeah, he's got a tie dye shirt on long hair, hippie looking dude. Spencer Boston was in court to discuss a marijuana possession charge when he lit a marijuana cigarette in front of the judge. And I believe this was in Tennessee. He will be taking a hit for this. Yeah. A Tennessee man who appeared before the judge last week to discuss his weed possession charge filled the courtroom with smoke after lighting a, I'm just going to say joint. Marijuana cigarette sounds so fucking stupid. Marijuana cigarette during the hearing. One of the craziest things I've seen, said Sheriff Robert Bryan. Well, of course. The pot-loving suspect, 20-year-old. That explains everything right there, man. What is the new generation? It's millennial. Is he still millennial or is he like a twillennial? <laughs> Did they fucking add some new shit to it yet or not? I have or no idea, man. Is he like a teenillial? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. But anyways, he was approaching the bench one day when he casually reached in his pocket, pulled out a joint and brazenly lit it, talking about how marijuana should be legalized in the state, according Damn. to the CBS affiliate. Boston was immediately let out of the room with a haze of smoke and booked into jail. He was charged on contempt of court, disorderly conduct, uh, conduct and simple possession of drugs. I'll bet you everybody in that courthouse and jail are talking about this. Hell yeah, they are. They're all laughing about yeah, this I know, shit. I know. When he, he gets walked in the county, all those guys are like, dang, you let it join. Hey, let me get some weed. Did you bring some more with you? Bring. Yeah. 
I wonder if he like lit it and like blew it in the right the judge's face. It sounds like a reenactment. Like we should do a reenactment. I could be the dude or the judge, whatever, which one you want me to be. You be the judge. I'll be the judge. How do judges, I, dude, hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> All are charged. We are here today. Yes, sir. So, so, what's his name? Boston? Hold on. So, Mr. Boston, you know why you're here today? Yes. You're here for marijuana possession. Yes. A plant. Do you see a problem with this, Mr. Boston? This is against the law. Do you understand? It doesn't matter if it's a plant. God made this plant. And God honors this court. May I approach the bench? You may. Wait, wait, wait. What, what do you got there? No, no, no. No, contempt. This should be legal. Contempt. Contempt. Throw away the key. <laughs> Throw away the key. He exposed me to that poison. Your Honor, this should be legal. You know what? You're going to jail for a long time, you Fuck. hippie loser. You get out of my courtroom. You need to respect me because I'm better than you because I wear a black robe and I got some glasses on and I look smart. But Your Honor, you bought this shit for me last week. That was you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Meet me in my chambers. I got some I got some scotch we can talk about. You want to hot box the chamber? Yeah, let's Hell hot box yeah. that chamber. I got some scotch. That's how it really went down, ladies and gentlemen. That's the real story. That's why we're so positive, because it ended with a positive note. The right. hot smoker and the judge came together in the chamber. Because they had a common interest. Common interest in the chamber. That's how it always should end. In our mind, that's how it should end. That could be a great movie. It could. Be a short movie. Oh, yeah. But it'd be a great movie. It'd be called Don't Judge the Hippie. <laughs> Don't judge. Get it? There's a pun there. Yeah. Don't judge. Yeah. Don't judge. Don't judge the, the, hippie. the hippie. Don't judge. Don't the judge hippie. the judge. But you can't. I'll tell you one, one person I would never cast for that movie is Judge Judy. Oh, hell no. She's a bitch. She wouldn't even go along with it. You pay her like she's making twenty million a year just being talking a bitch. shit. Yeah, being a dude. She is a mean bitch. Maybe we need to start being like that. Why? Fuck you. Why do you think? Why do you think we should be like that? Huh? Because I said that. Fuck her. Did you say it? Did you really mean it? Don't sound like it. You don't even have any common <laughs> sense. What's wrong with you? Judge for the plaintiff. I'm out. Fuck that bitch. Let's go on to the next story, man. This is by BBC News, and that would be the British Broadcasting <laughs> Corporation. <laughs> Just to clarify. You would think that they would change that website by now. Dude, porn is not going to influence a major news network. Well, maybe they influenced porn. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. And maybe it's the way you say it. So if you say, hey, man, did you see that shit on BBC? And you laugh. But if I said, did you catch the new story <laughs> on BBC? that's how they say it over there i'm sorry there's so many people that listen to us over there i i butchered your accent i am awful and i'm sorry for that are you very sorry so much i'm not even going to do it anymore next time a bbc story comes up i'm not even going to mention that it's british and i'm not even going to mention that it has to do with anything else 
period. I promise. U.S.-Mexico border, longest ever smuggling tunnel discovered. How long do you think the longest tunnel is that was ever discovered? Well, since it's British, should we say uh, meters? We should. It should be in meters. Okay, you guess first in British accent. I already know how much it is. That's My guess wouldn't be good. I can't do British accents no more. I just promised that. Good <laughs> I was try. trying to get you. Good try. Um, I don't know. 300 feet. Damn. You got to go a lot higher than that. Oh, shit. Yeah, this tunnel was. Oh, wait, shit, meters. 500 meters. Oh, 500 meters. Still longer than that. Mm. So it is BBC then. It is. this tunnel is this tunnel is bbc it's four thousand three hundred nine feet damn that's almost a mile is it yeah miles like 5200 feet or something like that (laughs) i thought it was less than that no it's like five thousand feet a mile yeah dude five thousand something feet that's uh one thousand three hundred thirteen meters five thousand two hundred eighty feet is a mile Damn, see, dat facts, motherfucker. <laughs> Hashtag dat facts. Damn. Stretching 3,000, four, fucking 3,000, 4,309 feet, the tunnel had a lift, a rail track, drainage, air ventilation, high voltage electrical cabbies, a smoking, cabbies. Lo- smoking lounge. What the fuck are cabbies? A lunch cantina, a workout facility, two hot tubs, a stone... Oh, wait. It didn't have all that shit. I was, <laughs> I was like, man, I think we're looking at the same story. We don't see them. I was no. still stuck on the cabbies. No, it has electrical cables. <laughs> it's got a cabbie. Hey, you need a lift? <laughs> you need a lift to the U.S.? <clears throat> Get an electrical cabbie. Anybody call an Uber. <laughs> there you go, dude. Anybody call an Uber? You fucked up. Hey, man. Asshole. You call a U- you call it uber are you the electric cabbie yeah dude electric cabbie i meant to say electrical cable i'm sorry everybody but it's just a flaw i have as a drug war news commentator is i fuck shit up sometimes i blame we can cut it right here and do take two and i can be really smooth with it i can say let me try it they had in this tunnel a lift, rail track, drainage and air ventilation systems, and a high-voltage electrical cable. Damn. You know we ain't cutting that shit, though. Hell no. The passageway connected to an industrial site in, Mexi- Mexican, in the Mexican city of Tijuana to the San Diego area in California. Damn, that went from Tijuana to San Diego? Man. Holy shit, man. They got a map of that shit. I wonder how long it actually takes them to do one of these. It wasn't even really a... Yeah, no doubt, man. It wasn't a straight line either, man. It had a little bend to it, so... They kind of went... They knew what they were doing. So they went straight BBC up in there. Straight. A little crooked. So, yeah, how long does this take to dig a tunnel that long when you're trying to be secretive and haul out little bit of stuff at a time, do it under the radar. You paid the cops off. Where do you put all the stuff? You haul it away. You got to have trucks ready. Man. You just have a bunch of people coming and going. When they you know, they're in. probably like hand digging that shit. 
Unless they have a tunnel machine, but I don't. No, they don't have a tunnel machine. Let's read on. Let's see All what right. they have. There were no arrests made. Authorities did not say who they suspected. Yeah. Okay. Someone's on the take there. You like you just didn't watch the tunnel for. So you didn't. You couldn't just watch the tunnel for fucking six months. Right. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be. They. This was a years long investigation, and they fucked it up. Because what difference does it make if you find the tunnel if you didn't get the people? They're just going to dig another fucking tunnel, man. Obviously, they're professionals. Jesus. What if they got some kind of animal trained to dig tunnels, man? What if they got a big tremor? What if they went, hey, what if they did like a CRISPR genetics thing, made a tremor fucking monster like the movie Tremors? Right, right, right. And they just dig tunnels. One or two. One. They had Kevin Bacon in there. That was the best one, honestly. Two was not good. It was good, but not as good. So there were no arrests made, but Mexico's, uh, it's the Sinaloa, the Sinaloa cartel. I'm staying away from that cartel, Sinaloa, described as uh, by the U.S. government as one of the largest drug trafficking organizations in the world operate in the area. The founder and longtime leader, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, is serving life. Man. In prison, the tunnel was discovered in August. Mexican officials identified his interests, and U.S. investigators mapped it before releasing the findings on Wednesday. It has an average depth of 70 feet below the surface. It's five and a half feet wa- uh, tall and two feet wide. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol said it was not clear how long it took to build it. The sophistication and length of this particular tunnel demonstrates the time-consuming efforts trans, the transitional um, criminal organizations will undertake to facilitate cross-border smuggling, said Cardell Morant, acting special agent in charge on Homeland Security investigations in San Diego. Several hundred sandbags were discovered blocking a suspected former exit of the tunnel in San Diego's Ote Mesa industrial warehouse area more than a dozen sophisticated tunnels have been found in california's border since 2016 the second longest tunnel in the u.s found in san diego in 2014 was 2966 feet damn they blew that record out the water fuck all they got to do is get a hold of tesla's tunnel digging technology Oh, then we're done. They do tunnels from fucking Columbia straight to the U.S., man. Cut out the middleman. Just straight cocaine. If you're a member of the cartel, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to cut you out. But don't that make sense? It does. Tunnel under the ocean? Right, but if we did that, we would definitely cut them in. For sure. Because they got all the, you know, hookups. Sure. Sure. Their, their strength is in our drug laws. If our drug laws ever went to, like, a more sensible drug law, the cartel would be nothing. Right. They would lose. They'd be taxpayers. But you can't talk sense into these hypocritical politicians. You can't change the minds of people that have thought this way for decades. And you definitely can't just snap your fingers and make everything fair to the people that are suffering from this drug war. I think it's an ongoing battle, everybody. Ongoing we need to pony up. Hopefully it ends soon. Hopefully it does. Save some money. Save some lives. 
Save some, so much. You save so much. It's a waste of resources. And this is just a perfect example. They probably made billions of dollars off that tunnel. You found it in August. You're just displaying it now. That means you didn't bust anybody. They knew that. They knew that it was burnt. They knew it was a burnt tunnel. They didn't go back in it again. You didn't catch nobody. You didn't stop nothing. They just got another tunnel. While you were still waiting for them to come out of that tunnel with drugs, guess what? They were digging a tunnel right next to it. And you didn't even know it. They came up right behind you and smuggled all that drug. You know how I know? Because it's still available. And guess what? The price of it is even higher now. Because we just paid for that tunnel. We paid for that tunnel. Oh, yeah. Damn right we did. Fuck. The fucking they ain't building no walls under the ground. Think about that. Cocaine is higher than it was. The cost of it is higher than it was 10 years ago. Way higher. Because you're making the price higher by making it illegal and throwing these people in prison. You don't get it. And I'm pissed about that. Me too. And then they pay... Then they pay a contractor to burn all the drugs in an incinerator. I'm pissed about that. Yeah. That is drug abuse. Right. Period. Period. Explanation mark. Yo. Bang. Boom. Shout out to the Great Wolf Lodge. (laughs) Had a great time there with my kids. That was awesome. Give a shout out to Stephen John Hughes. Better known as at are you okay four seven one one on Twitter. Big Twitter follower. And a big shout out to the DPP rally. Claudia Mirandi and those folks. CPP. Time to get out of this motherfucker. Big shout out to Mike Biggs on the West Coast. Uh. Chad over at Elite Wellness. Whatever. Got nothing on that one. No. Elite. <laughs> You You can make something up. Shout out to uh, my bro Jesse out in Denver. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. Shout out to. Can't think of anything else, man. It's a lot of people. A lot of shit going down pretty soon, though. Going down. 